Hello, 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 and welcome to a new and very special episode of My Big Fat Pull List. We have a full house here today, guys. Uh, the entire crew is here. My name is Dr. Impact. Fellas, introduce yourselves. Uh, they call me Dragon is Frown. I'm the mysterious one, referred to as Mr. X. I'm the adorable Smurfy. And I'm Pistol Danger, always getting you from the rear. Okay, gonna be one of those kind of episodes, huh, Pistol? <laughs> well, uh, listeners, we uh, we welcome you to this this special episode. Uh, we kind of took a little bit of a hiatus during the holidays and and during the new year. Um, obviously, everybody's you know had a lot of things going on, but we're back, and um, we're very excited uh, about our upcoming episodes uh, for the the remainder of this season because. This year, my big fat pull list will be celebrating its fifth anniversary. Can you guys believe that? That we've been doing this for five years now? Yeah, no, I can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, feels, yeah. Feels, my life. feels longer. Oh. <laughs> I can't even I count hoping, that. High. I was hoping we were into the retirement phase. Yeah. It feels like if I can't believe I've been here for five years either. I yeah. mean, you started it, brother. We just been That's tagging right. along on your coattails. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's our fifth anniversary year, you know, we've got a lot of special things planned, and um, and we're going to do a lot of really, uh, really cool stuff. So, what we're going to do here in this episode is is kind of give all of the new listers out there uh, an opportunity to to get to know us, to get to know the show. And um, and kind of hear what it is that, that we talk about on here and what we've got coming up. Um, so, um, you know, one of the one of the things that we like to do is uh, at the the start of every new volume or season of the show or at the end of a previous one, we do a, uh, a double sized annual episode where we all kind of break down our our pull lists and uh, and share all of that. Well, we don't we don't necessarily have the time to go through all of that today, but I wanted to uh, to give the listeners out there kind of a a little taste. So, um I wanted to kind of go around uh the table here with us and uh, let's talk about like maybe two, maybe three of the top books that are on your pull that you're you're really loving right now. Um so um, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and start. Um, you know, even though I'm I'm a DC guy uh, and I do read a lot of DC, there's not a lot of DC that I would put at the top of my pull as a as a favorite pick from my gasp. Um, yeah, there's yeah there's not much on there. Um, but what I will I will put on is is probably more indie stuff. I I'm hooked on Spawn. I'm, I'm devouring all the Spawn stuff, um, all the Spawn titles, all four of them. And, um, and then in addition to that, uh, Undiscovered Country is on my pull, and that's a, that's a great, fantastic book. And uh, I would probably have to say uh, Fantastic Four. I mean, Dan Slott has just been killing it for me with Fantastic Four. 
Um, so that's just three things from from my pool that that I love. Um, fellas, who wants to go? I'll go next. I mean, kicking off the coattails of Spawn, I'm enjoying uh, Spawn Gunslinger. Mm. Like I said, you know, like um, which you know is continuation of the same universe, just it's a different Spawn. Uh, it's more of a Wild West Spawn stuck in current eras, you know. Uh, which is very kind of fun, cool read. Like he's used to having a horse, and now he's got a motorcycle. Motorcycle yeah. didn't work. First issue, he couldn't figure out how to get how to get it to work. He literally holds a mechanic at hostage and is like, "Fix it!" And the guy's like, "What do you mean, fix it?" He's like, "It's out of gas." He goes, "I don't know what that means." <laughs> and like, I just thought that, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. I thought that was. I'm like, all right, man, I'm, I'm in. Like his first couple pages, and I'm like, all right, man, I'm, I'm in. I don't know how he's gonna adapt to this, but like, I'm in for the ride. So uh, that'd be primarily the main one. Um, the other book, it's now in paperback form. Avengers Arena. I know it's older, but I just kind of discovered this and picked it up, and it's pretty much the Hunger Games, but with characters from Runaways, Avengers Academy, uh, and a few other like smaller like groups. So like, uh, and, and I, yeah, 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 I remember that book, right? Yeah, it's it's only three volumes long. If you're getting the paperbacks, they are kind of hard to find, but so far I read the first volume, and it's it's awesome. It's super fun. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to borrow those from you. Yeah. Dragonus, what do you got on your on yours? Right? <coughs> well, uh, I uh, actually haven't been buying a whole lot of comics lately. I've uh, found my way into novels, um, mm. but the few comics that I have been picking up, well, I, until recently, since it just ended, was the Zadarsky Daredevil run, mm. which I did pick up the the first couple of uh, Electra Daredevils. Which I'm not a huge Electra fan, but the way he writes her as Daredevil, I've just been absolutely enjoying the character. Um, and then the other two are not mainstream because honestly, I'm so bored with Marvel and DC right now that I too have been reading Undiscovered Country just because I like that post-apocalyptic world, but I'm tired of zombie post-apocalyptic. And then uh, Die because I'm the D&D nut and the book is basically D&D meets Jumanji. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty cool concept. I should probably check that yeah, out. I'm, I'm intrigued in that alone just from that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I can go next. Um, I, uh, have really been enjoying dark ages. I'm an issue behind on it, but, uh, I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, I can't recommend it enough. I've also, uh, stayed, uh, fairly current on Usagi Ojimbo, but you know, I did a whole episode about why I like that book. So that, and then my last book is actually, I've been rereading, uh, Berserk, my Mangana, as you would call it, um, and I, I just love dark fantasy, and it's right there. Um, so it hits. So I've been, I've been reading a variety of things. <laughs> That's good. Keep it interesting. Keep it different. Mister mm-hmm. X, what you got for us? Well, I'm uh, very much in the same boat as Dragonus. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm bored with the big two. Uh, and maybe it's not just the big two. Maybe I'm just getting bored with superhero comics in general because it seems like it's always the same thing over and over and over. And it's from the same company. It's like, we did this 10 years ago. Let's do it again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Thanks. Cause I was there 10 years ago. So I saw it the first time and the mm-hmm. second time and the third time. So <laughs> why not four or five and six? Let's keep it going. Well, you collect X Men. You collect X Men comic books long enough, and you you, you see it. So, yeah. and yeah. I have been. And lately, uh, you don't even need to collect them long enough to see it. You just need to collect yeah, them for a right. year, and you'll see it. Yeah. So, 
I mean, I guess from Marvel, the one book that I I would uh, recommend to to folks because I'm loving it so much, uh, just like you, uh, Doctor. It's Fantastic Four, Dan Slott. I'm I'm a huge fan. I love his his way of conveying the family dynamic. Uh, he's always been able to deliver a story that not only focuses on your main characters, but also makes the supporting characters just as important as your main characters. And I think that's something very important that you need to do when you're doing a team book, when you're doing any book, really. And you know what? I'm, I haven't read the new Fantastic Four yet, and I want to, but it's about damn time Marvel has put a talent on a Fantastic Four book. Yeah, it's 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 it gets great, and right now the reckoning war is happening, and 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 even though I'm not too into the ultra sciency space stuff and the Watcher and things like that, it's it's still an interesting story, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes and where the Fantastic Four go after that. Uh, real, sorry, real quick, is what what which team is this? Is this like? uh reed and sue and them yeah, or is this the a family, family? Mm-hmm. okay it's, no, it's family. family okay i just want to make sure and in case well, anybody's listening is like who, speaking who is of it? that though speaking of that though there is what my second most favorite fantastic four uh team was the short-lived gathering of gray hulk spider-man wolverine and ghost rider I think uh, that's, that's everyone's actually, second favorite isn't it i mean it's a cool it's a <laughs> cool it's a team yeah uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's so popular. It, they're finally getting themselves a nice little mini series mm-hmm. uh, coming here in 2022 in the summer of 2022. We're we're getting a mini series revolving around those characters during the time that they would have been together as a team. So looking forward okay. to that. Yeah, I was about to ask that. Kind of like that Ron Lim surfer run right now. Right. So it's it's in continuity, but it's one of those you never saw this story yeah. before. Ah. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh from DC, I would say the Joker. <laughs> that is a that is a solid book and I found I just found out that uh it's also ending. Uh it's not going to be a continuing ongoing. It was just evidently a maxi series. So uh Sad, sad face where that's concerned because don't know if there's anything ongoing that I'd be reading from DC. It'll be the miniseries, of course. You know, they're doing another White Knight, uh, White okay. Knight Beyond or Beyond White Knight, mm. uh, which will be the third chapter from uh, Sean Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, end of Indies, uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah number that i mean if if i only could read one comic book for the rest of my life it would be ninja turtles because it never disappoints i'll say follow-up question has ninja turtles ever had like a low where you were like god this is boring they need to change something up for me no because i I, in our five years of doing this every time you've talked about turtles you've never had anything bad to kind of say you've never been like oh it's low it's kind of boring oh uh." So to me, it seems like it's a number one solid run of a comic. There is one issue. I was just going to say, an, yeah. And it was issue. an annual. Yep. It yep. was an annual from maybe about four or five years ago. Yeah, it was like the that second annual maybe or something, I think. Second something or third like annual. Yeah. And I was like, eh. Had this story never come out, no one would have been the wiser. It never would have done anything. You know, it didn't have any kind of like giant impact on the continuity. It was just one of those... Eh, so that happened. 
But even that, it was still mm-hmm. enjoyable because it's turtles. I'll say it doesn't sound horrible. It sounds like it was just okay. Yeah, I, I've I, I've been reading turtles as as well, and Mister X and I both uh, are in a hundred percent agreement that even the worst issues of the IDW Turtles run are infinitely better than I would say ninety eight percent of what you get from the big two. Yeah, and for fans of the old cartoon series or even the toys. There is, uh, ever since issue, oh, what was it? Issue, uh, like around the 100s, uh, a new, new story plot line, there was a bomb, a mutagen bomb went mm-hmm. off in the middle of New York City, so now there's a whole bunch of mutants running around. They've been sequestered into a ghetto called Mutant Town. Huh. And because of this, they are introducing characters that were toys or just made one-episode appearances in the cartoon, but actually making them interesting, including the punk frogs, who are not just four frogs with, you know, kick-ass conqueror names. Right. It's a whole clan of them. There's like 10 of them. Oh, wow. And they're at war right now with the turtles in Mutant Town. See, it sounds like mm. what IDW did with Transformers before this current run, where they were brought in really obscure characters and then made the readers really interested in those characters. It, it is very much that, but it is also, um, I would venture to say, kind of, kind of ultimate turtles. And I don't mean ultimate turtles as in fully like Marvel ultimate. It's it's not quite like that, but it it is in a sense. But it, it's more like it takes the absolute best aspects of every iteration of turtles there has ever been and works them all together um, and puts them all into one cohesive line. And it's just, it's been, it's been fabulous from issue one on. Yeah. Now my big question is, has hotspot showed up the Dalmatian firefighter? Because as a kid, I had Dalmatians, and when that toy came out, I went nuts for him. I still have him in my basement today. Uh, I think I'm missing his uh, fire hydrant that when you filled it with water and squeezed it, it's shot water. And, uh, man, I loved him. And uh, they they remade Cat Scratch Scratch in the new Nika line, but they haven't made Hotspot. And he will, other than buying that Usagi toy, a Hotspot Nika will make me break my No More Action figure line. Well, unfortunately, Hotspot hasn't shown up, but I will say this, as the recording of this episode, both Dirtbag and uh, Groundchuck (laughs) have made appearances and are frightening. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'll say. So any of you Turtle fans out there who are not reading the current uh, IDW run but loved the Ninja Turtles back in the 80s, the 90s, or any of the other decades they've existed. Uh, d- g- dude, just find yeah. a friend, find a comic shop, find something, and and start reading. No, that's I it. Need, you sold me. I'm going to go hunt down all the paperbacks now. Yeah, I need to get convinced. caught up on that. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll do it in paperback form. Well, that's actually a, a kind of a, a great segue there into uh, something that I think would be nice to share with our, our listeners out there is uh, maybe a little bit more personal information about ourselves. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, uh, what we do at night in the shadows, in the dark, on our own, or, or you know, our shirt sizes or, or stuff like that. Um, 
No, I, I mean, you know, stuff about, about maybe our own personal collections. Um, for instance, I'll, I'll go first, you know, coming right off of what Mr. X was saying about all of the Ninja Turtles run at IDW. Recently, uh, issue 126 of uh, Ninja Turtles came out. Uh, what was that, about maybe a month before this, this recording? Something like that, a few weeks before this recording. And um, that issue, as of that issue, the Ninja Turtles is now the longest-running comic that I personally have collected since issue one on. Now, I've collected longer runs of books, but I usually will jump in at a random issue number and keep up, or um, I'll have longer runs because I go back and find back issues or what have you. But starting with issue one of a comic, the longest run that I ever collected was the 125-issue JLA run that Grant Morrison and, and Howard Porter started. But with issue 126, The Ninja Turtles is the longest ongoing running comic that uh, that I have collected. So it's that's something that is in my personal collection that um, I, I know it's kind of maybe a weird kind of pride to it, but I, I have kind of a, a sense of pride to uh, to that longevity and, and continuity. Um, well, yeah, I mean, and, that, you're talking the Howard Porter Morrison stuff goes back to the late 90s. Yeah, I think I was in, I was like a senior in high school, I think, when that stuff started. So, um, yeah, it was around 96 or 7, something like that. Um, on that on that note, my G.I. Joe collection, man, I have issue 1 and 2. I'm only missing a very few handfuls of the first, like, 50. Like, I'd say less than 20 issues of the first 50 I'm missing. And uh, I have all the current stuff. So, uh, my goal within the next two years is to have the entire run of G.I. Joe from beginning to end. The Marvel now, stuff? Uh, all, all of it. Oh, uh, Marvel IDW is all in, in, in the correct order of storytelling. Um, I, I did my research. I figured out where it would fit into where, and I have it all to get the dark horse run of it. Like I literally, if they print a GI Joe, I have it. And it's from number one up to, I think they're like two sixty two seventy something right now. Um, That's my actually, drive. I think it might be a little further than that. Um, I mean, yeah, if you count those, Murphy, cause they, they well, no, I mean, comment. I think issue, I think issue 300 is coming soon. Oh, okay. Well, that just tells you the last time I looked at my collection, like, cause I was trying to find <laughs> stuff. Like I probably have 30 issues sitting in bags waiting to be, you know, like red and, and boxed up, but yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's, that's, I, I get what you're saying. It's interesting that it's an indie title, you know, like, I mean, it kind of mm-hmm. started as Marvel, but yeah, like I get that, that whole run and it's pretty awesome just to sit there and look and be like, yep, like there it all is one whole long box. So what about uh, what about you guys? You guys got any uh, runs or story arcs or, or things in your uh, in your collections that are, you know, something that you that you are very prideful to have or or bring you great joy? Uh, I'd have to say my Ghostbuster run. Um, ever since I jumped on, uh, I picked up all the trades that I missed because finding back issues was was beginning to be a problem. Um, actually at my comic shop, I was told I was the only one picking up Ghostbusters, oh. which blew my mind because it's such a good book. And that's um, kind of a big high traffic comic shop that you go to as well. Yeah. Or at least I was the only one on with it the, on their pull list. Okay. Um, that might've been more accurate actually. So, uh, I would have to say my Ghostbusters run and, um, uh, some of my, uh, obscure Spider-Man stories that I really like. And an original run of God Loves, Man Kills. Oh, okay. 
Um, I'd have to say, so for independent stuff, I have never finished getting the rest of them because I've been just kind of reading them in trades and I need to get the single issues. But I have almost a complete run from the very first IDW Transformers up to Dark Cybertron. Mm. And I'm only missing a hand. I'm only missing like a couple of spotlights and a couple of issues here and there. Um, and then as far as Big Two goes, my, my, my pride and joys are my Captain Americas, which is funny because my name says nothing about Captain America, but he's one of my favorite superheroes, hands down. Um, and I've got and just about... a pretty sizable chunk. Yeah, I do. Um, I've got almost the entire Heroes Return. Yeah, I always get reborn and return confused. I have almost the entire run from Heroes Return on. Um, I think I might maybe oh, okay. missing one issue. Um, and then a couple of okay. uh, the, almost the, I don't know how much I have after that. I got a lot after that. I, I kept Cap on my pool list for a good, I think five or eight years. Long, long time. Maybe in the reboot we'll call you Cap Prime. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then then my free time right now, I've, uh, well, free time, who has that? But uh, I've been going from shops to try to find and finish up the collection from the old Advanced Dungeons & Dragons comics from DC Comics back in the late 80s, early 90s. They're terrible stories, but they're they're fun. But are they really terrible if you enjoy them? I mean, maybe they may not be well-produced from a... I guess, technical standpoint, you know, of, of the technicalities of writing and art and all that. But if you enjoy them, are they really terrible? Oh, yeah, no, they are. But that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy them. They're just sure. bad stories. <laughs> I get Mr. X, what about you? I don't know if it's a sense of pride or just stupidity on my part, but I own, not counting maybe three or four issues of wolverine and the first 149 issues of uncanny x-men but i own every single mutant title that's awesome that's a pretty big that's yeah that's a chunk uh, uh well yeah that's about oh how many long boxes uh at least 14 or 15 long boxes at and when i say and when i say X-Men? everything it's not just mutants. A, mutants. So, That's what I meant. Yeah. 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 So Excalibur, New Mutants, wow. X Force, X Factor, all of the different iterations. Uh, it's, now it's, it's, now it's, the name Mr. X makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Only now does it bring <laughs> Alpha Flight. Every single issue of Alpha Flight. Uh, it's it, anything. You got all both had, of them? I'm kidding. Yes. Yes. yes <laughs> all, all of them. All two. Uh, you know, Cable. And then when they lost the rights to call him Cable, Soldier X. And then oh, when they yeah. got the rights to call him Cable again, Cable. You know, uh, that... The only... I, I don't own Deadpool because technically Deadpool is not a mutant. Right. Yep. Right. He has a crazy good healing factor. Right. That's, that's right. But I do have a lot of Deadpool appearances because mm-hmm. he's popped up inside would, of... Uh, would you have the Cable and Deadpool? Series. I do. I'm only missing. Okay. I think I'm only missing three issues okay. from Cable it, and Deadpool. It was short lived, but it was fantastic. And I knew it's, yeah. it's half mutant, half not mutant. So I was it's a curious. solid fifty issues. It was now what? Yeah. What about like Quicksilver? Since he's recently been revealed, him and Wanda aren't in or in humans, aren't they? Or did they retcon that back to being mutants? 
technically not inhumans at all. The technically they the last the last time anybody talked about it and made any kind of uh, it was in Uncanny Avengers, and it, uh, it's it was revealed that the High Evolutionary created them. So they're not even inhumans. They're oh, there's something that the High Evolutionary created. So they're not but, mutants. They're not inhumans. They're just beings. Eh, yeah. But, but we're not throwing Eternals out yet. They could be that. Who knows? Right. We don't know. Yeah, because yeah. that, wow. that, that crossover is going to happen later wow. in 2022 because everybody yeah. wants that. Uh, the I guess the sense of pride, I would say, is I do own every issue except for the Raphael micro issue from the original uh, Eastman and Laird oh, cool. Ninja Turtle run. I have a third printing of Turtles number one. And then I have a first printing of issue two, three, and four, which I'm very wow. proud of. And then everything else, I'm only missing the Raphael micro issue, uh, with the, which is the introduction, the first appearance of Casey Jones. And uh, I'm I not. That one's expensive. I it, that's it, expensive. It, it is. It is uh, because I, I refuse to do anything other than first printing where that is concerned. I don't blame you. Because second printing has a different cover, and I want no. the original cover, which is. Right. Raphael on one side of a, a the corner of a wall and Casey Jones on the other side of the corner of the wall and they're getting ready to they're like all right who's on the other side of this wall I'm going to kick their ass oh and, that's awesome yeah, yeah. so huh. I want that cover about about eight years ago um, at at this point Mr X and I uh, co wrote and co produced and co starred in a in a feature film. Um, and I, you know, for longtime listeners, you've heard us talk about it. For new newcomers, the film is called Four Color Eulogy, and you can find the film, uh, you know, online. You can you can get it through Amazon. You can you can order DVDs through uh, fourcolorthemovie.com. But on Facebook, if you go to the the Four Color the Movie Four Color Eulogy the Movie Facebook page, and go through the pictures on there, and we'll try to find it and post it here on the. Um, on the pull lists, uh, Instagram page, there is a picture of Mr. X and I on, I I don't even remember if, if that was like the first day of shooting or if it was a production meeting or what, but you had just gotten, was it, was it your third printing of issue one or was it an issue four? It was issue four. I got, my wife had gotten that for me for Christmas. She surprised me for Christmas. So, uh, so yeah, so it was, uh, the very next production meeting. Uh, well, no, it wasn't a production meeting. We were doing uh, promotional videos. Oh, that's we, right. We were using right. it. I was using that as a uh, background. That's right. that's right. And, uh, and yeah, there, the, the, there's pictures of me opening, taking the book out, opening it up and, and Dr. Dr. Impact and I are just yeah. sniffing <laughs> the paper. Get, getting high on that newsprint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's 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 that is the nostalgia. That is why I will always collect physical media because there is a tie to history, and smell is one of the the strongest senses that the human body has to memory. And when you smell that aged newsprint, it just takes you back to just to to a more innocent time. Mm-hmm. When when things weren't so dire in the world because you were younger and you didn't realize how dangerous and scary everything was, all you had to worry about was, were the turtles going to get out of this jam by the end of this issue? 
since you bring that up, that's how I am when uh, you first unbox a statue. When you when you cut it out of the box, take it out of the styrofoam, you get that smell of like that like rosin and paint, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. that takes me to a place when I worked at the shop, and then my job was to unbox all brand new statues. First one to get an eye on, and then display them on the shelf. Mm. It just takes me back to like a happier, better time. You yeah. know, before yeah. I had to pay bills. So we we will, um, you know, we we encourage everyone, you know, go out and check out the that stuff if you can find it. But otherwise, we will find the picture, and we will uh, we will post it on the my big fat pull list Instagram account. Well, fellas, that that kind of brings us to you know our next uh, our next point that I feel we need to to share with both long term listers and and new listers um obviously you're listening to this episode you know we're a podcast we have a podcast but we don't just have just the podcast like anything else we're all over the place we're all over social media you know we were just talking about our our instagram account and um uh, you know, we try to stay fairly active with Instagram and, and Facebook and, and Twitter and such. Uh, but, um, but in addition to that, and we will include those, those links in the, in the show notes, so you, you can find us um, through that. But in addition to all the social media, you know, we also are on YouTube. Because who isn't nowadays, right? I mean, everybody is. Um, and it's not like we just put up a video on YouTube or just put the um, the current episode on on YouTube. Although we we do that kind of stuff as well, um, but we have a whole series of other shows on YouTube. Some that that have started, some that um, are in a, a, a sense of hiatus, some that are in the works and that are coming. Um, one, for instance is uh, a show that Dragonus Prime and I co-host called Prime Impact. And one of the things that we don't touch on a whole lot on my big fat pull list is manga, or manga, I guess, depending on how you pronounce it. I believe it's um, pronounced mananga. Mananga is what it, yeah. Um, and, I, think uh, I, mean, I, think, I think you're wrong, Pistol. I, I'm just going <laughs> to put it out there. I think you're wrong. Well, well, prove me wrong then, okay? Prove it. I won't have to. The listers will. That's right. That's sure right. They will. They'll well, we, dumb. and we touch on it here on the show every now and then, but we don't really go into full detail. Well, Dragonus and I started Prime Impact, which is on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. And Dragonus has a little bit of experience with uh, manga. I, prior to starting that series, had never read manga. And so that show, essentially every episode is Dragonus and I sitting down after having read a volume of a manga and sharing our thoughts on it. Um, and, uh, and, and then we swap. And so, you know, the, you know, the other one gets a chance to read what the, the other brought to the episode. And, and we've checked out all kinds of, of various different things. Uh, I, I've read uh, some of my favorites were Demon Slayer and, um, and Promise Neverland, which I just think is absolutely fantastic and, and is probably even now a favorite read out of anything I have. Um, Dragon, what what are some of the ones that, that really stood out to you from the show? Well, I mean, I'm not going to count like my hero and full metal because I've read those 
I've watched those as anime. But I would have to say maybe like of the ones that I haven't already watched that I already knew I was going to enjoy um, was definitely Death Note. Um, I did not think I was going to enjoy that as much as I did. And I haven't read Volume 2 yet, but I do look forward to going back and reading Volume 2. Um, and then I Am a Hero, which was on our Halloween special. Mm-hmm. The first half was very, very, very slow. But once the outbreak happened, it was a zombie story. So once the outbreak happened, it started to pick up. And I actually really did enjoy that. There's some really cool stuff in there, especially when the yeah. uh, the plane comes crashing oh, in and the, and the wheel, takes the, landing the guy's head wheel off. takes the guy's head off, which was pretty crazy. Yeah. So that's one show that you guys can find us on on YouTube is is Prime impact um we do have another show that all five of us uh showcase on and that show is called discoveries and revisits and what discoveries and revisits is is it's a show where we sit down and discuss a a comic or series or story arc that we have either recently read and discovered for the very first time or Something that we love and have reread or revisited. Pretty, pretty basic. Um, they're very short title, episodes. Title, 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 <laughs> says it all. <laughs> Time yeah. out. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? So, um, you know, and they're and they're very short. They're very quick. You know, we try to keep those pretty concise. Um, and and they're a lot of fun to do. Um. You know, Smurfy, do you have a favorite from Discoveries and Revisits that you've done? Uh, you know, honestly, probably talking about the Green Lantern Jeff Johns run, mm. uh, you know, and anything related to that. So that include, you know, I don't know, Black is Night. His whole run is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I know I've spoken about it before uh, for a revisit because I recently went back and reread it. So, you know, yeah. like it's yeah. such a great story. So, yeah. Mr. X, do you have a, a Discovery or Revisit episode that you did that particularly stands out to you age of apocalypse yeah yeah that's a good one we need to touch on that yet again i still have questions i have not on your discovery just on the book itself (laughs) okay i have answers so in addition to those two shows those are the two shows that that run primarily um we have three other shows that are currently either in some form of development or production or maybe started but went on an extended hiatus as they're being retooled. Uh, One such show uh, is a show that is co-hosted by our Mr. Smurphy and Pistol Danger here. And it will be, I don't know if antithesis is the right word, but let's say sister show. Of yeah, it'll be a counterpart show. Yeah, to Prime Impact. So what 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 is that, guys? Tell us about that as you guys are developing it. So right now, you guys are covering uh, Manangas. We will be covering... Um, originally, it was going to be just kind of all animated television, but that's such a wide swath. And I think there's things where we're all going to want to be. Like when we eventually decide to revisit the... Uh, old Spider-Man series or the X-Men now that they're readily available. Um, so we decided to stick with just Anamu, um, which is the live action version of the Manangas. So um, some of the, by, uh, the by which you need for, you need for the listeners, I was going to say for the listeners for out there, the, the translation of <laughs> pistol speak there means that it will be primarily focused on anime. 
Yes. Anyway, yeah. continue, continue. But that's it. Um, right now, we're looking to record three episodes at a time. Um, two things that are probably more mainstream, and one thing that's more of a niche to us. Uh, our first niche go round will be Trigun. Um, it is an anime about. Uh, it's a Western anime, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved it as a kid so much that I saved up my um, my money and bought the box set of it at a Best Buy for I think a hundred and sixty bucks or something. Oh wow! Uh, on, to get it on DVD, and I've never looked back since. It's good. Um, I've read a bit of the. Uh, now I can't remember how I fucking was saying it. Mananga, there it is. Mananga. Um, but, uh, I just, I just love it. Like it was a part of my childhood and it was so good. Toonami in general is what introduced me to it. And, uh, I look forward to sharing some of my favorite things with you guys. And I'm sure Smurfy does as well. Have Uh, you guys, have you guys set on a name of the show yet? Right now we're, we're kicking around, uh, dangerously adorable. Okay. But yeah, I might, we might talk and change it up to, uh, just uh, two guys talking cartoons, and and like the in the premises is that I've never been one who was into anime before, but recently due to some guest hosts we've had on and talking to some friends and some fans, they kind of convinced me like, hey man, you're missing out on a whole world of coolness. So I was like, okay, where where to start? And so Trigun was introduced to me back in college, and I loved it. And uh, then I was introduced to like Cowboy Bebop and loved it. And I was like, okay, like I got my toe in the world. Let's let's deep dive in. So anybody who's like, you don't know what you're talking about. Correct. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm new to this world. So okay. this is going to be a new perspective to this world and what I think of it. So, all right. All right. Uh, you know, with 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 Pistol as, as my co-pilot, if you will. So cool. Cool. Uh, Dragonus, you have a show that um, obviously I will be co-hosting with you on primarily. But, you know, all of us will, will pop in from time to time that you are currently developing and, and actively working on. Uh, to launch very, very soon here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that show? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, despite the fact that I, despite my nerdy exterior, deep down I am also a very big baseball sports guy. And mm-hmm. uh, I have uh, created a, a league inside uh, this this game called Super Mega Baseball 3, where I've created the teams, the players, and everything, and it is a bunch of superhero baseball teams that are going to be simulated playing baseball games together. And it's uh, we're calling it uh, My Big Fat Pull League. So we've got, just like in baseball, you've got your American League, your National League, we've got our Marvel League and our DC League. And each league has three divisions. Each division has four teams. And uh, it, we're like I said, we're just going to simulate the games. We're going to record one game, full game a week, which w- that game will then have highlights interspersed in it from other games around the league. Um, and uh, more of a football style, we'll put out one game a week. And uh, yeah, it's uh, like I said, like uh, Dr. Impact said, I'm in the process of recording a lot of those games right now. It's been really fun watching that. Um, I do have uh, a favorite team already. I'm not going to say what that is because I don't want to sway our users. Or, or not our users, our, our listeners and fans. But uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun putting this together. Um, and, and like uh, Impact said, he is uh, doing a lot of the co-hosting. And the hosting essentially, Impact and I are commentating. Mm-hmm. Like 
sports commentators to the games. Yeah. Yeah. So, so especially, you know, if, if you're catching this episode, uh, a few years from now, obviously still go and check it out. It'll still be fun. But if you're, if you're hearing it now here in the moment here in 2022 with the looming baseball strike, um, or not looming, lockout. I guess where, yeah, the lockout. lockout, yeah, lockout, I guess it's a lockout, right? Um, can't you we know. just get the keys to the stadium? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I built my cutters. I have bolt cutters. cutters. We can get in there. Twenty bucks. Um, I'll cut every lock. It's fine. Okay. You know, I mean, we're we already know we're we're losing. What is it? A week. Is it, is it a, week? a week? I thought it was two at weeks. Least. Okay. No, it's at least right now. Okay, so so we already know that we're getting a shortened season this year in twenty twenty two. So how shortened? I guess depends on how long the lockout goes. Um. So anybody this year, when baseball season kicks into gear, if you're jonesing for some baseball and something new, rather than going back and, and rewatching old games, check out my Big Fat Pull League on, uh, on our YouTube channel. So that's, that's a lot of stuff that you can, you can find of us all over the interwebs. Um, but... But again, primarily we are a podcast. That's what started this. That's what we're celebrating this year for our, our fifth anniversary. And um, and we do a lot of different kinds of episodes here on the show. We do uh, uh, things like, uh, is it worth it? So if we do an is it worth it episode, when you check out the show, if it's one of those episodes, basically one or more of us will have read or checked out a comic or series and we will break it down for you and at the end of the episode we will give you our opinion is it worth it to spend your your hard-earned pennies on um you know and not all of them are positive reviews either a lot of people only do positives but you know no we're we're very that's the other thing we're very fair i believe i i think i don't know how you guys feel but i think we're very fair yeah. With our our reviews and and views on things with all of this, um, yeah, we only agree. give good reviews if we're paid by the companies, right? Yes, Bingo. and then we don't disclose that because you don't you need don't. to know that. Right. <laughs> uh, another episode type that that we do uh, is understanding DC Comics continuity, where um, uh, I, being you know our our DC guy have been going through and rereading and, and uh, following and, and kind of putting together a full chronological story of the history of DC Comics. And we're not talking publication history or artists or writers. We're talking, it's, a, it's kind of storytelling hour. Um, we get together and some of us have read multiple pieces of the, of the stories that we're talking about in that particular episode. But for the most part, it's, it's storytelling. We tell the story of DC Comics in a pseudo-chronological order. Um, so we have a, a lot of different uh, episode types. Uh, I'm drawing a blank now, guys. Any uh, episode types that you guys can think of off the top of your head that we do regularly? Spotlights. I would say Spotlight came to mind right away. Yep. Most Wanted. Yep. Yeah, Most Wanted's, most wanted's are good. Most Wanted's, uh, you know, we generally take, you know, a, a single character and uh, and we do what we call a most wanted episode on the character, and it and kind of breaks down that character's history and, and our views on on that character. 
Uh, and occasionally they're a little more nuanced characters, like we've done Maggots, uh, Usagi Ojimbo, mm-hmm. Darkwing Duck. <clears throat> so they're not like Boba Fett, most wanted. Like, we all know who the fuck he is. Right, right. Well, we did one on Thanos. Yes. Before Thanos was introduced fully in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's right. right. That's right. And then we also have our mini series that we randomly put out, like in the the one time you put together the uh, Red Circle Archie Hero stuff. Impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did the uh, the Mighty Crusaders um, history uh, as a as what we would call a mini series. So it is five episodes devoted solely to the complete history of Archie Comics stable of superheroes, the Mighty Crusaders. Um, but it was not. It was not something that impeded in any way on the regular show, which is why we call it our podcast miniseries. So there's a lot of different kinds of shows, um, uh, episode types, I should say, on the show that we offer. And, and we've got some very cool ones coming up this year. Uh, I don't know if any show topics that that we've talked about stand out to you guys i know one that really stands out to me that that we will be sharing with everyone uh very very soon here is one of our interview episodes we we will do interview episodes Mm -hmm. uh, from time to time and these episodes are both on the podcast and on youtube you can see the interview as well and uh, we did this interview we conducted this interview a, a little while ago and it will be releasing here very soon with a Ghostbusters writer, Eric Burnham. And I, I don't know about you guys, but that was a great, great time talking Absolutely. Yeah. with Eric. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, He's a really cool guy. Very, very cool guy. And that that will be uh, an episode that will be coming very soon. Um, and, and of course, you know, we'll continue. We've got a, an upcoming piece of the Understanding DC Comics continuity where we're just about getting to the death of Superman and, and nightfall. So, uh, so that's something to look forward to any uh, episode topics that we've discussed that, that jump out to you guys. I'm excited to do a, is it worth it on dark ages? I'm very much looking forward to that because I, I did not pick up the book and I was very curious. So, so that's something to look forward to. Yeah. <clears throat> and on the reverse end of that, um, I know some of you are picking up devil's reign Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had middling interest that's kind of been rising, and I'm hoping one of you will do a very similar for it uh, to give me an idea of whether or not I'm going to buy the trades or just kind of come over to your house one day at like 2 a.m. and just read on your couches. Okay, so. well, you, you twisted my arm because I have been getting Devil's Reign and not all of the tie-ins, but a couple of them. So maybe I'll do it. Is it worth it on that when, when Devil's Reign officially ends? I was going to do old, uh, a mini series on the old man, uh, I guess you could say universe or series, which, what is that? It's old man Quill, old man um, Hawkeye, and old man Logan, and kind of talk about how those are all connected and what a kind of a cool long run was. That also includes Avengers of the Wasteland. I was going to say, wasn't Avengers of the Wasteland connect. part yeah. of that? Yeah. It, it, all, it all connects. It's one all super cool long story that cannot be covered in one episode. So, yeah. Uh, I know I'm putting up, uh, getting ready to put together an episode about the history of Dungeons and Dragons. 
Hey, there we go. That's that'd be cool. cool. That that'll be that's that's actually a crazy fascinating story too. It really is. Like in the really way it's is. blown up over pop culture the past like ten years or so. I feel like that would be a kind of an episode, at least for someone like me, who enjoys uh, RPG and tabletop stuff, um, but but doesn't really know as much as most do. I feel like that would be a great episode for someone like me who is curious and learning more, but at the same time story time because i'm sure that there's going to be a fair amount of history that you're going to have to relate well i can tell you one thing ahead of time youtube has played a major critical role in its explosion (laughs) and in in the comic series they're they're bringing back characters from certain video games that fans are loving to tie back in so uh minx and boo i think that's how you pronounce his name it's m-i-n-s-c yeah uh he's been like he was a character in a game called Boulder's Gate, which was came out, geez, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Mm. Uh, something like they, that. Yeah, and they, they're having him come back in the comics as, like, a hero. And it's just super fun. Because you're like, oh, like, right right in the feels, right in the nostalgia feels. So, which is also cool. And for uh, all of these episodes that you guys hear on the show, you know, there, there's always pieces or snippets or, um, in some cases, even full episodes that uh that get cut out you know maybe you'll you'll hear snippets at the end of an episode of outtakes um more often than not or um you know there, there might be pieces that have been omitted for length and that stuff can be found elsewhere but that brings us to our next point patreon so Are we supposed to blow a trumpet or something? Uh, so, yes. uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> ah, there it is. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so my big fat pull list is on Patreon, like like everyone again who isn't on there these days. Um, and and we have a lot of really cool stuff there. We've got we've got very fun things that we offer and exclusive material. Some of those snippets and excerpts end up on Patreon. Sometimes full pieces of unedited episodes end up on Patreon. And and it and it's very fun when you go to a Patreon and you get that kind of stuff because you really get to see kind of the unpolished end. Not that not that the stuff that we show right now is very polished, but the other side of the, of the unpolished unpolished stuff. Um but one thing I think that that's very interesting to people is why why patreon um because we like money (laughs) well money makes the world keeps the lights on i would say you you joke but i mean that's that's exactly it you know we all use our uh our pull list names here on the show but you know we're just like everybody else we have regular day jobs that pay the bills and um and eventually, it would be very great to not have to have that, but but at this time we do, and so sometimes we have to offset the cost of keeping this show going for the listeners and and offering what uh, what we offer, offering all this cool stuff to you guys out there, and and that's what our Patreon is for. Um, and we encourage everyone, you know, if you want to keep hearing this show on a regular basis, please head over to our Patreon page. I mean, we we try to hit a weekly release schedule, but, you know, 
we we have other we have other jobs we have life you know we all have uh, our our own individual families and and day to days that that keep us from devoting at an insane amount of time to putting this show together and uh, and so sometimes we we will be a couple of days behind on an episode and that's just because life gets in the way but life life uh, uh life finds a way thank you uh dr malcolm uh but by becoming a patron on our Patreon, you could help us avert some of those uh, those issues. And and we've got some cool stuff on there. We you know we offer some original trading cards uh, that uh, that are uh, done by by yours truly. Um, we've got uh, T-shirts. Uh, I know uh, Smurfy uh, has just uh, put together uh, some new T-shirts with the my big fat Polis logo. They're really, really cool. Um, so there's a lot of really cool stuff on our Patreon page, and you can find us at uh, Patreon.com/slash My Big Fat Polis Podcast. So um, we urge you all to check that out. In fact, coming up during this baseball hiatus season, those highlight games I talked about will be posted on our Patreon to Patreon subscribers, the games in full. That's right. So if you watch the, the pull league and uh, each week on YouTube and you, you only get to see those highlights, but you want to see that whole game, that will be on Patreon. Um, Prime Impact, for instance, you know, we uh, Prime and I swap books at the end of every episode. And then the other one's review of that book will be on Patreon. So, you know, Patreon's got a lot of fun stuff. Um, we do encourage you all to check that out and at least give it a give it a look. Um, just as we encourage you to, you know, follow us on social media. Subscribe to YouTube. Follow, like, rate, review us on your favorite podcast platform, whatever it is that you're listening to. Uh, to us on, you know, because all of that combined with what comes through on sites like Patreon allows us to continue to do this show and continues to allow us to to bring you stuff this year for the fifth anniversary. For instance, one thing that we're doing this year for the anniversary is we're going to be making more personal appearances. Um Smurfy and I started this at the beginning of the year. We we were in person live at the Toy Man Toy and Collectible Convention in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and we will be uh, at least for the foreseeable future. We will be uh, fairly regular at their show uh, throughout the year. But we want to do other shows too. We want to we want to see you guys at, at Wizard Worlds if we can get there. We want to see you guys at uh, not at Wizard World anymore. Oh, it's Fan not Expo. with the world. Fan, Fan Expo. Expo. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Fan Expos. Um, well, you know, the pandemic, it's been so long since any of us have been to a show. You know, you lose info. Um, yeah, we want to see you guys there. And sometimes it's difficult for us to get there without your help. Uh, so, you know, so please, you know, help us out with all of that so we can keep bringing these, these shows uh, to you. On that note, gentlemen, with this year coming... And this is, uh, you know, our big year, our fifth anniversary season. There's a lot of really great uh, movies and comics and uh, TV shows and properties and games and what have you 
that are coming out this year that we will likely talk about on the show. I want to take a little minute here to just kind of each of us talk about one or two things that we're really, really looking forward to this year um, that, that is coming out. For instance, I don't know about you guys, but I cannot wait for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Um, yeah, that yeah, is, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be, you know, every bit as well, at least I hope fingers crossed. It's every bit as good as Spider-Man No Way Home was. Um, but, um, so that, that's something we, we, we went to your place and watched the trailer. Like, and we spent like 20 minutes watching this say, trailer and like freeze framing, like yeah. pistol yeah, and, and, like, and Smurfy and I hung out here. Yeah. And we, we, yeah, freeze framed it and we went moment by moment, like four or five times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to analyze. I think we zoomed in on a couple of parts to see if we could see reflections in the glass. Mm-hmm. It was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, um. So that, you know, that's something to look forward to. Um, you know, uh, I'm a few issues behind in reading my Spawn books, so hopefully this hasn't started yet, and I haven't haven't missed the beginning of it, but a comic story that I'm very much looking forward to this year is the Spawn War that they've been alluding to since issue 300. Um, so that is a, a storyline that I can't wait for, and and I have some, some bizarre cautiously optimistic let's say interest in dc's upcoming dark crisis which sounds to me like it's going to be a crisis in name only it doesn't sound like it's a reboot or a retcon it's they're just using the name crisis but it's just a basic crossover so we'll see so that's something to look forward to um what about you guys anything uh that's coming up this year that that jumps out at you uh yeah uh moon knight Moon Knight jumps oh, out of me yeah. a lot. Um, because while I feel Eternals should have been the miniseries and Moon Knight should have been the movie, totally agree. I'm super here for Moon Knight the series. Absolutely. Um, and also on that re- uh, related note, I would, I guess I would say uh, it's supposed to come out later this year. Uh, Marvel's releasing a series of games, and one of them is from the Midnight Suns. That looks and- really cool. Yeah, it does. Um, And uh, I'm excited for that. But uh, the thing I'm probably the most excited for this year is the new TMNT game, Shredder's Revenge. Yes. It looks amazing. It's like Turtles Arcade, and it's all redesigned. Um, It was – it looks amazing, and um, we. Yeah, Pistol and Smurfy and I were were uh, got lunch together a, a few days ago and uh, or a week ago or so, and um, Pistol was showing me the the video, the trailer for that game. And long term lusters, you know that I'm not much of a video game person. Um, that is a game that I will absolutely play with you guys. And if you guys want, if if the listeners out there want, maybe we'll even um, videotape. Well, we'll videotape at least a session of of me playing a video game with you guys and put it on the on the Patreon page so you can see my my complete lacks of finger dexterity playing this game. But um, new yeah, that's, YouTube I, show I'm by idea. Part of that too. New <laughs> Impact gaming. Impact yeah. gaming. Yeah. If only one of us knew how to do let's plays and had like two hundred episodes up on a YouTube channel. If only. Yeah, if one day, maybe one day we'll find one him. One day. One day we'll find him. Yeah. 
for me, comic wise, I'm really looking forward to that new Punisher. Like they're bringing back Punisher. Mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. it's a new logo, and I know it's a whole kind of new style. But I'm just happy to see Frank Castle back. So that's what I'm anticipating. I don't know if it'll be good or not. I don't care. A uh, longtime Punisher fan, I, I kind of can't wait to get my hands on it and see what's up. Sure. So. Sure. Besides everything else you guys have all talked about, I won't repeat all that. But yes, all that too. I'm looking forward to the new Daredevil run. I recently saw that uh, Murdoch is also getting a his a new Daredevil run, so I'm looking forward to getting that. And uh, I'm looking forward to buying my first DC comic book run in a very 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 long time with uh, Zdarsky's run on Batman, hmm. because I I'll watch that guy paint walls. <laughs> I'll watch him grow grass. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I had intended to drop. Batman from my pull, um, and uh, and then I had heard that Zadarsky was taking over with issue one twenty five, and Zadarsky is such a good writer, yeah, that I ended up going back and picking up the issues of Batman that I've missed since I dropped it because I thought, well, I, I definitely want to check out Zadarsky's run on on Batman. I, I just read. Um, uh, Tom King's Batman Killing Time, and I thought, you know, if Zadarsky's book is anywhere close to as good as that, then I'm in. Um, and Zadarsky usually does, uh, quality-wise, different, very different style of writing, but quality-wise, I would put him right there with Tom King. So, um, yeah, same here. And then uh, the other thing I'm looking forward to this year is uh, Gotham Knights. That game looks a lot of fun. I'm a huge mm. fan of the Arkham games, and that's like a multiplayer Arkham game. Okay. And lastly, personal life. Uh, looking forward to the end of the year, I will be partaking the uh, legal nuptials with Mrs. Prime. Oh, well, that's kind of a big thing to, to look forward to. Yeah. Puzzle top. Yes. Yes. So, uh, so we'll, that'll be uh, towards the end of the five-year anniversary celebration here on the, on the show. We'll, we'll post some stuff for that when that We'll live stream it. Don't worry, listeners. We, got <laughs> yeah. we know you're going to be on the We're only going to live stream the Honeymoon Nights, guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Pistol will have the whole thing through our cameras. You'll just be seeing like a camera in your face the whole time. It's fine. Yeah. It won't yeah, run anything. Fine. It's all right. Yeah. The paparazzis do that to me already. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's when we launch our OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. X, what do you got? What are you looking forward to this year? I don't well, I mean, besides the obvious stuff, you know, anything Marvel movie related that's coming mm-hmm. out or Marvel series related that's gonna be on Disney Plus. Uh, I'm I don't know. I, I I don't have a lot of things that I'm actually like, oh my god, I, I I'm patiently waiting for this to happen. I think the only thing that I could really say that I'm excited about for 2022 not counting the things that we've already talked about is uh going back to idw and comic books uh the teenage mutant ninja turtles have their next big uh story arc is called the armageddon game which uh will kick off during the free comic book day release issue uh in in this iteration of the ninja turtles there is a race of immortal beings that have uh, been playing this game with humanity, trying to destroy it or, uh, you know, shape it and mold it into certain directions. And uh, here in the present, the Ninja Turtles have uh, interfered quite a bit, actually. 
And the most devious of them all is the Rat King. Mm-hmm. And he's done playing games. It, it's like, the ga- the you know what? The old game's over. We got a new game going. It's called the Armageddon game. And that means things are going to end. So he's actually rounded up all of the turtles surviving villains that, uh, that still want a piece of a uh, piece of some turtle turtle shell. And uh, they've, they, they will join forces to try to bring the turtles and their, their compatriots down. But also this storyline kicks off with the reintroduction of a character that has not been seen since the 90s since the late 90s early Hotspot. 2000s no sorry don't, don't take my joke don't don't Hot- take my joke for yourself hey hey i was looking out for you this is not when hotspot shows up this is when actually venus de milo yep. the female turtle shows up now the thing is there's already a female turtle in in the idw and she's great series. she's great jenica is great but jenica actually was a human mm-hmm who was transformed into a mutant turtle because of a blood transfusion. She was dying. Leonardo gave her some blood. And because he is a mutant turtle, it also turned her into one. But uh, Venus de Milo is actually, if you look at some of the, uh, the promotional images that they've put out for the covers that are coming out, Venus is more of a Frankenstein's monster cyborg Hmm. creation type thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm very eager to to see how how things go. So I think that that is pretty much my my big thing that I'm anticipating, and it's coming soon. It's very soon. Free comic book day is just around the corner. Yeah, and, and uh, we the my big fat polis geeks will be out in force on that day, visiting all the shops and uh, wearing our shirts. So if you see us, if you see us, and say hi, get a picture. Yeah, or or we'll take a picture of you and post it. Yeah, yeah, or post that, it yeah. on our social media. Here, are the people we were stalking today. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we make That's it kind a different of a, kind of OnlyFans. A holiday yep. every year. Yeah, right. Well, fellas, I think that about does it for this uh, this special uh, jumping on point let's say, is what we'll call it. You know, you always pick up comics and they always say, the next issue is the perfect jumping on point for new readers. Well, we hope that, uh, that uh, you know, you all join us for all of our, our upcoming uh, episodes. And follow us, subscribe, like, review, rate, you know, join us, guys. It's our fifth year and we couldn't be more excited to have you guys along for the ride and to keep sharing all of this crazy, nerdy geekiness mm-hmm. with all of you. So that's it, fellas. I have been Dr. Impact. I am Dragonus Prime. I will always be Mr. X. I am Smurfy. I am the way, Pistol Danger. And we'll see you all next time. What he means is you and everyone you know should subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on every app possible.
just who is this Murph you're talking to? See, that, that's why. That's why I learned. I, I don't use names anymore. I just say hey you. I'm like yeah you have a good point. Like you are onto something. I got we're about no names. That's all right. We that's a good point, Mister Doctor. Yes, yeah, that's right. See, I screwed up anyway. So okay, fine. well then, editor, edit and insert the tone. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Okay. 